Welcome back to another episode of Weebs and Waste the Podcast, episode 63. How we doing? Sleepy. Good. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I hear that. This week's been like long for some reason. Don't know what is up with this week, but oh yeah. The the universe, whatever virtual reality we're in was just basically like, hmm. Yeah, this week was exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the, uh, did you see the news the other day? Did you see Tian Tao's, like, clip from his, like, live Instagram or whatever? No, I don't watch anything. Dude, so you, <laughs> so you know who Tian Tao is, and you know who Toshiki is from Japan and yeah. China, right? So yeah, yeah. someone asked Tian Tao, when are you going to squat 330 kilos to fight Toshiki, right? And he literally, in full Frieza, like, full Frieza fashion, looks over at his buddy, clicks his tongue, and just goes... You know, give me a month. Give me a month. That's really easy to do. Like, literally straight up. And I was just like, this dude is literally Frieza. This is the, <laughs> this is the scariest thing. I mean, thing. have you seen them? They can do whatever they want. Dude, it's crazy. I fully believe that. I have I'm no so, doubt in my mind. I'm so excited to see that, though. That's so cool. I don't know what I've seen him squat. I thought I've seen him squat up there. He probably has or is close to already hitting that. I don't even think they, like, care. No. I think if their coach was like, hey, go do that, they'd be like, hey. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, how they are. other countries, well, that's the thing, man. With other countries, when you're an athlete, like, your job is literally just to sit there and perform. Like, they don't ask questions. They don't debate stuff. They don't whatever. They just come in and go, yes. And they'll say, hey, this hurts. And the coach goes, okay, you're going to do this. And they go, okay. And they just walk away and do their shit. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, only America gave a shit about the sport. but Yeah. Wah, wah. A lot of sports, huh? track and field throw like all that stuff just gets kind of put by the I mean, wayside soccer even even they have more uh back backing than weightlifting though because oh, truth if you're a weightlifter in a different country you can make a living yeah this not is kind of like we don't care football football yeah. forever baseball football hockey america yeah Fuck big time guys. yeah yeah, that needs to, I don't think it'll change anytime soon, but hopefully no. one day we'll have like an actual legitimate like Olympic committee that goes, okay, these sports are important for X, Y, and Z reasons, and we need to figure out funding in some way. Um, trying to do that for years, though. They they don't even like it. They've been trying to get rid of weightlifting, if anything. It wasn't even supposed to be in the Olympics, and then they like fought enough to keep it there for the next one, and then this shit happened, so. Dude, they have. Who and, knows, man. They wanted, know... what, they wanted to bring in surfing and like something else. I thought surfing was already part of it. Okay, maybe, yeah. Did they have to replace it? Is that how that works? I have no idea how the Olympics works, to be honest I with do, you. I do remember, like, a few years back, they, like, wanted to get rid of weightlifting. Was that because of all the doping scandals and stuff? And they it were like, you're a sport. It was heavily, uh, heavily partially due to that, yes. Yeah. Did you hear what happened but that's recently? that's kind of rude because everybody else is on two, and they just don't talk about it. Once in a while, they call someone out, like, Lance Armstrong or somebody, but, like... It's not like I feel like they don't talk about it as much yeah. as they do with weightlifting just because they're lifting weights. So for some reason, that means that it's different somehow. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's stupid and they, they should that they should a, have the same rules for all sports. That's Either a do great it or don't comparison. Do but what you it's just said stupid. is big. Like you're just like because there's weights involved, people go, eh, I'm yeah, doping. Like 
steroids. Oh, you're, you lift weights, steroids. That's where their head goes. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Every, every, every stigma about weightlifting, even when I started, when I wanted to lose weight, I didn't believe I was going to lose weight because of how it is seen here. Yep. I was like, what do you mean? I'm just going to get huge and a bunch of people juice. And they were like, no, you'll lose weight. And I was like, oh, okay, but I tried. So like, yeah, I don't know. It's stupid. Anyway, moving on. No, you're good. No, it's a, that's a, I mean, you're right. The other day. So the other day I have, an, I have to do some adult groups. Right. And we have these two French ladies that are there like off the boat from France. And one of them went to go grab a certain pair of dumbbells that the other guy had grip, give, grabbed already. And he was like, oh, you can have them. And she looked at him and goes, no, I don't want to get too big. And then grabbed like the fives. Ew. And I would have been like, get out. Uh, dude, I, I've had this conversation with the guy that owns the gym. There's been a couple of athletes that come in and like they don't make eye contact. They just shrug around and they don't answer anything. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, listen, because of my background with like the college side of stuff, that shit isn't okay. And I was this close to telling him, don't fucking come if you don't want to be here and get better. Like, you pay us to do our job to make you better. We're going to yeah. give you the best way to do that. And if you don't want to listen and don't want to have to, like, deal with that, then just get out. Like, don't come. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're bringing down the level of the gym because you just don't want you think that you know everything. If you know everything, go do it. You know, like, leave me alone and don't bother everybody yeah, why else are you, in the gym. Why are you getting a coach if you think you're a fucking know-it-all? Yeah, it's... um. It's weird with the stigma in the gym where everyone just like people show up and they I'm going to do these all these machines today, which isn't a bad thing. But like, do you have a real plan for it? Is it just I'm going to go through and do like one set of three in every single fucking thing? Like, I don't know yeah, why you that stigma with the gym is. Shit or are you actually do you actually know what you're doing? Right. And like, if you're doing it just to do it, to see, say you went to the gym. Fucking awesome. At least you had a plan. You know what you were doing. Right. Like. I don't know, man. Um, that's been on my mind a lot the past week or so. It's just like stigmas of just bullshit with the. It's crazy oh, it's so that that's stupid. on your head. And for right any now. like any women that are listening right now, the smallest I've ever been in my life is right now from weightlifting, from lifting weights. There's there you go. I got smaller. I've lost a lot of weight by lifting weight. So there you go. And my, my whole, I, like, the only thing I've seen, like, personally that I get attacked about is, like, people will be like, oh, well, I like her physique, but, you know, like, they can pick and choose. But, like, you know, maybe a bit smaller arms. Bitch, that's genetic. Those are my fucking dad's arms. I didn't make those yeah. arms. I was born with those. So sorry that you can't, like, Play-Doh your, your <laughs> ideal body together. Maybe you should get, like, plastic surgery and become a piece of shit and then you know, die full of silicone and be a fake garbage person. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You look like the fucking person from Ants. <laughs> I just, I just, I was people suck. <laughs> people suck. Oh my God. Their idea of like how to do anything is like so ridiculous. It's, it's like a bordering between hilarious and infuriating. I think well, everybody should read a book. I just think, I also think that like, a lot of people and we talked about this with uh charlie when he was on for the wrong anime stuff like people see stuff and they get like offended by other people's success like the guy that says something about your arms right he doesn't know how to get those arms and can't fucking get it and because you've worked your ass off for fucking 10 years like you yeah, have saw, it's just like my arms before just 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 to throw this out here i had lunch lady arms before this because i had all this 
and Lunch just lady arms. fucking large layers of fat over it because I didn't do anything. So mm. the only thing I did was get rid of the fat on my body over lots of time. I didn't get bigger. Like I didn't do any of those things. I got leaner. That's what I did. My grandmother used to tell me that she was going to buy me a bra because I was so nice. fat. <laughs> my grandmothers used to say that to me. They'd be like, you need to lose weight. And they would shove food down my throat when I wasn't eating them as much. You know, it was it's a never like ending it's, cycle. It's, yeah. Like, what do you, what do you want? You're going to feed the kids to death and then call them fat? Make up like, your you're mind. Part problem. You're part of the problem. Yeah. Jesus. Greek culture. You're not eating enough. Ooh. Oh, you're fat. <laughs> I remember my Greek friends. Yeah, you hungry? No, here you go. Eat this, and then they'll get pissed if you don't. Guess I'll eat it. You offend them, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I get it; it's delicious, but you know, some people don't want to be obese. That's you know, it's a health problem. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh god. Welcome to the Weebs and Weights Ranting Podcast segment. Yeah, sorry, uh, I'm in the grumpy mood. No, oh, you're good, man. Okay. You're good. I'll uh, yell at the sky right now if it How looks at funny was oh dude i every time i wanted to i actually have plans to do something it's fucking like snow and it just like starts spitting at us or something and i'm just like god damn it is it snowing yet no thank christ no oh, um but um, i know it's supposed to snow oh god of course every sunday every sunday every sunday like New fucking clockwork whatever i like i like it i'm just like it's over true. it already yeah I don't know. Whatever. Well, on that note, training. How's training this week? I've seen I you've been doing the- some cool little stompy runny things with Jeremy. I love that shit. Those were like he would like make them up mm-hmm. and then I would try that. I don't even think that was part of the workout. I think we were just being uh, stupid, but it was fun. Um, uh, I've, I've just been really tired all week. It yeah. feels yeah. like, it, so once in a while I get like super tired and I have like a forced deload, but I feel like that recently happened to me and it happened again this week. So I don't know if I'm like run down or if I'm doing more, I don't know what happened, but I, I just had another, like, huh. that's how my week felt after like Wednesday, which is fine. I was just like, I'm fucking tired and I just want to die. Yeah. So, uh. I mean, it was fine. I feel like I did good for what I had, but I was just like, damn, this is everything feels heavy and I'm dying. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was that? So hopefully what was that next week deload? I feel better. I, th- I thought it was a few weeks ago. I thought it was like three weeks ago that you had that deload or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And once in a while, like that's supposed to happen every few like months to a year. Not like every few weeks. That's, that's why I was like, weird. This hmm. is strange. But like maybe it's because I brought in, um, low bar squats again so now i'm doing double the amount of work mm, maybe with that plus i brought boxing back on fridays at least because it's the only time i have for it right i would like to train more but i just don't have the time it, i have to do it like after i've coached for two hours on friday after i've worked my first job and then i go to my right. second job and then i box so it's like i'm i'm pretty tired i'm not gonna no, lie i hear that i hear um, that so maybe it's just that maybe i'm getting used to that again and it will go away i'm hoping it will go away because that was like not fun for me but uh i did learn some cool things i think in terms of like cues in my brain that i'm gonna work on next week so that's fun oh nice okay yeah but that's it what about you 
same uh honestly this week's been um i've i do not suggest this for anybody straight up by the way um my diet hasn't been the best we've already talked about that um especially like with the coaching and the extra hours and stuff like that now like with the lack of like we with the gym too right like lack of preparation probably setting yourself up for failure right if not absolutely setting up set up for failure so i've been living off of like dunkin donuts breakfast sandwiches and bagels and cream cheese for the past like two weeks um, i did have to do a dunkin breakfast only once this week so i was like proud of myself but i, I feel <laughs> yeah so i've been literally living happens. off of that um and it's like and it's different too because like my buddy that i work with um like he has morning hours and then he has like a couple hour walk in the more in the middle where he'll like go out get lunch do back end stuff and then come back for more so like he has the gap to be able to be like okay wake up breakfast go in coach go out whatever right and then i wake up and eat at home usually like kodiak cake or something like that i do a bunch of stuff on the pc and then from there i leave go to work and i'm like okay zip zap go get some brain juice and a bagel zip zap over and then i'm there until like nine and then i'm rushing home scarfing whatever i can in the fridge to try to make up some of the macros that i've missed and then um and then i'm streaming online and stuff like that too um yeah it looks sounds like you need a day to meal prep for the week yeah which i want i'm gonna i want to do on sundays um I'm, yeah. i might get myself like a one-on-one um with nutrition stuff just to be able to hold myself more accountable also because you know how easy yeah. it is to just be like okay well yeah you know today's a tough day it's okay you know which, yeah and then a day turns into a month and then you're like fucking dying yeah and i'm not saying i'm doing horrible with it like i know i could definitely be doing a lot better and a lot more specific to it i mean i'm not gaining weight i'm not losing weight um and i don't feel like shit when i'm lifting so at least i know i'm hitting a certain milestone with it but this week training was was bad like i literally i haven't i haven't done olympic lifting movement basically in like a week and a half i've literally just been doing strength stuff so i've been doing a lot of overhead presses a lot of fucking squats a lot of pulls um and just trying to build up some strength i think like a big limiting factor for me is strength still and i just need I to think that will help though because i remember like a kid god it was like years ago he i think he like injured himself or something so he was literally he only squatted and pulled Mm-hmm. he did squats he did snatch pull he did clean pull that's it and he leave and he did that for months and the first time he went back to weightlifting he had a pr yeah so that's where i'm at right now too i think um and i'm gonna try to i want to i, I want to make the decision and i gotta i just gotta solidify the decision where it's just like this is day is literally only technique work and fucking bodybuilding shit. And then this day is strength work and some accessories. And this day is just technique work and bodybuilding shit. Like it made me throw in like, yeah. And then just maybe throw in like, instead of going like heavy single fulls, maybe just do heavy powers only. Um, and like kind of give my knees a break and just have like more of a recovery day. Cause it's a lot of extra volume doing all the full movements on top of like everything else. Um, and just give myself some time to like truly recover because i can't remember the last time i had like a real 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 deload um so maybe like just doing strength movements and stuff like that and redoing volume shit will pay off better um and stuff like that but i have a question for you sure um and i've been trying to figure this out and i've listened to a couple of other podcasts and other people talking about this and what they think rack pulls and like above the knee pulls do you fucking think they do anything um okay so a few years ago um 
there were three things that contributed to me separating my AC joint and I couldn't lift for a year. One was overloaded rack pulls above the knee. Mm -hmm. One was dumbbell benching past 90 degrees. And the other was jerk recoveries that were overloaded. Mm. Those three things ripped my shoulder off my body. And I do not recommend them to anybody. Okay. I don't think they're helpful. I don't think they transferred over. My deadlift did not get better. My positions did not get stronger. And I did them for a year. Consistently. Yeah. I think they're useless. I have them in my program. And I was 100% on the same side of that. I think they're like like, a big dick energy that actually does nothing. That's literally what it feels like. I move 500 pounds a centimeter. I'm fucking sick. That's why I don't (laughs) like them. That's, and that's what it feels like, right? Like, and that's, I, just, I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of them besides maybe like having to focus on really trying to like set that position. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because yeah. like that's what's in the program right now. But I'm like, I would, I would get rid of them. I don't them, like them. I think they're stupid. I don't think they're don't think doing they do shit. Yeah, I don't think no. they actually do anything. And then on the they flip hurt side, me so much. Like, I have nothing but negative, like negativity towards those. I think they're useless. Yeah. They did not help anything, and they injured me. So no. Okay, all right. I I I, I figured you'd be on that side too. I, I just didn't no. know because of powerlifting side I stuff. Could that was above the knee, over five hundred pounds. That never transferred to my deadlift ever, ever. Was the hardest part for your deadlift getting it off the ground? Was that your no. hardest? No. No, it was the lockout at the top. Okay. All right. Past yeah. the knee, which is why I did the rack pulls because yeah, that was the movement, you know, theoretically. Yeah. Right there is where I had trouble. Literally did nothing to help me. Okay. Yeah. That's that's how I that's how I felt about it. So I'm, zero I'm transference. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's been a couple of other podcasts, like weightlifting specific podcasts that I've been listening to, and they talked about that, and they were like, they're fucking useless. Like, why even do them? They, they are don't useless. do anything. It's literally for people who want to like pretend to feel good about something. Yeah. Some of the so, pros. Whoever made those can go like kill themselves. Sorry. It's, just, it's fucking stupid. Because some of the pros, like uh, Meso Asona, like Miso Asona, the, you know, do you know who he is? The young kid that's fucking like supposed to be like the next Ilya. I don't know if you've seen him. No, I don't pay attention to people. So, like, that whole area of like the Middle East and Europe and like Russia and that whole area, they'll use like high box clean pools after a gpp session like after a gpp cycle to like help bring back power numbers because i guess there's like a big transfer of but again i think it's because like you said like it's that big dicking kind of energy where it's like you can move it so fast and because it's technically heavy maybe i have no idea i don't know the science behind it i don't think it again like i don't know why people use them i have no fucking idea it's probably like a placebo thing if someone needs that for their brain i don't know maybe but I, I don't think they're useful. And I think, if anything, they can hurt you. Yeah. I don't like it, man. Yeah. Okay. No good. All right. I'm no glad, I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yeah. I don't think they're useful either, to be honest. So <laughs> good things are coming. Good, good. Jesus, dude. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, yeah. I got to, I'll finish this cycle just because it's there. I don't think I have any more above the knees, anyways, in the cycle. Uh, but. And then I'm going to fucking readjust it because I don't know why I even have that them in there. That was a waste of my fucking life and body parts. Thanks, guys. But now so, I can tell you. That's true, right? And welcome to, yeah. welcome to being a coach. Fuck. We mess up so you don't have to. 
Yeah. Sacrifice my skeletal structure for you fuckers. Yep. About right. About right. Games! Have you played any games this week? Uh, not really. I finished um, the Toy Story world to get it over with. Hmm. And then um, I'm literally like in the spaceship. I haven't gone anywhere. I haven't had time to play. I was going to play this weekend, but like uh, there was just... <laughs> there was just no opportunity yet yeah. so i'll probably get back on there this week when i need something to play because i'm still i'm still interested in replaying it i just have been busy yeah 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 i did like the little time i did have so far this weekend um jeremy and i started rewatching the second season of attack on titan nice just to like catch up and you know refresh the actual fucking story so we can watch the new season okay I'm gonna cross didn't Attack want to go on Titan all off the way then. Season one. I won't talk about it today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't don't you fucking ruin. I'm gonna scribble that. Me. I do. I cannot wait for you to catch up because I want every single part of your opinion in that. Every single part of your opinion on the new season. I literally just love. I love Aaron and his intense rage. I mm. love. I love that. I love everything about it. And as long as that's still occurring, I'll probably still love the anime. So we'll see when we get there. You're going to have to find out. You yeah. have to find out. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, I've been, um, I have a new game for you, but I'm going to tell you the other stuff first. Obviously, Valorant has been back in the rotation. I'm liking it a lot. Tell Jeremy to fucking play with me. Um, okay. Two, Tarkov, I took a break from. I got really frustrated with it because of how fickle of a bitch it can be. Um, okay. So in the game, one of the things that pissed me off, and this is on this is on me too, right? But obviously life doesn't let you sometimes do what you need to do. So Tarkov, there's a way like if you die in game, you can insure your stuff before you go in. And if no one takes it out of raid, you can get your stuff back. Okay. Um, but there's a timer for when it comes back to you. So when it so there's a certain like 24 to 48 hours depending on who you who you use for insurance and then it comes into your messages. And then when it hits your messages, there's an internal clock that starts and it shows it to you on the map and if you don't receive it by the time that ends, it just disappears. So it like forces yeah. you to be like That's too stressful. Yeah, so there's a lot to it that um and I just lost a couple of things that I really wanted back and the it just frustrated the shit out of me. So I took a break a little bit. Sometimes you need to, especially with a game like that. But then I tried to get back into it with a friend the other day. And I was so useless. Like the skills that all, everything that I had built up up until that point, And I took like a week off, just fucking poof. Like I forgot how to do simple shit in the game. And I was just like messing up stuff and like making things weird and frustrated me. And I was complaining a lot and I was like, I should just stop. And I just took another break from it just because, you know, it sounds like you're not ready to play that yet. That's nope, fine. I'm going to have to go back in. That's but fine. I do that too. A new game came out on the second, I think it was. It finally dropped. It's technically early access, but okay. this is right up your alley. And I Ooh. may gift it to you so that we can play it together on the PC. Because I think you're going to oh, enjoy this. All right. It's called Valheim. Another Viking game. Vikings are taking over the fucking world right now, and it's pretty awesome because the lore of the Vikings is awesome. Basically what it is, is you're in Valheim, which the way they kind of explain it in the game is like a, the purgatory in between that and Valhalla, and Odin is collecting you to help get rid of... Um, oh, what, do they, what do they call them? 
there's like certain beings and like monsters that he couldn't tame and control and okay. so he like let them just like leave them to their own thing and so he's collecting viking warriors and the only way you can get into valhalla is to like kill all of them like that's the end game oh that's cool it's a survival based game so it's like rust meets minecraft meets viking lore meets skyrim it's like and it's early access and it's so fucking good so there's like different bases there are different um so you farm wood farm stone stuff like that and like as you're collecting new things you remember quote unquote how to make like swords and axes and boats and walls and all this stuff and so you're building bases, you have to farm food, you have to worry about, like, consumption on that. Different food gives you different buffs and stuff like that, too. So, like, better stamina, all that shit. And then there's different bosses, and I, I still don't remember what they're called. The Forsaken? I think they call them the Forsaken, right? So, like, okay. the first boss is, like, this thunder deer named Ekthir. And the second boss is the Elder, which is like fucking Greybeard from Lord of the Rings. This giant tree man, the king of the wood, you know? And like, every time it kind of leads you to where you kind of need to go next. So there's like, okay, you finish this guy. It's like, okay, now you got to go find this dude. And then you go into like, I don't know, a burial chamber. And there's like a runestone. And you click that runestone. It tells you where the summoning area is for the next boss. So then you have to find like, so for the deer... You had to kill three deer and take their trophies. So it was like their heads with their antlers and sacrifice them on the sacrifice, the stone. And they show up and they're like, I'm gonna kill you. And then you just start fighting them. And it's, it's so good. So you make bows, you make swords, armor, there's trolls in it. There's graylings, which are like these little like tree stone dudes that, and they run out of the woods at you. Uh, it's so, man, it's so much fun. You make boats and you travel throughout like the whole world and the map is massive ash like it's huge i've had i think i have like 40 hours in the game over the past like week and a half how do you make boats i'm very curious how far do they go in but you do like the ship building like the long the long ship with wood so you start off with you can make a raft right which you only need like leather scraps and wood right and then the next one um i forget exactly what they call it i think they call it a carve k-a-r-v-e and that one you need to be able to make iron to make iron nails to make that and that has like storage in it also so then you have to go into the black forest which is where all the monsters are and go mine copper and mine tin and be able to forge iron so you can make or bronze so you can make nails and then you make nails and that can help you build better better shields better walls better boats stuff like that okay i like this yeah and it's I have not been excited like, how, by a game. How like, in-depth did they get into like metalworking? Are you allowed to like take bones and mix it with iron to make weapons? Or like, do they, like, how far so, does this... For example, trolls. You kill trolls and they drop troll leather, right? Because you can skin them. For certain things like the helmet and the cape, you need bones to be able to make the helmet and the cape. You need a certain amount of each to do it. Okay. And stuff like that. Um, and then for iron... So I just got to the iron area and there's like an area, there's like different like kind of biomes on the map. And there's one area where you have to get to and there's a crypt that you get into and there's like these like gelatinous blobs and like things blocking your way. And you have to mine that and there's iron scrap in there, which you have to bring back and forge to make 
iron bars so that you can use that to make more stuff which gives you like swords battle axes like all that shit and it like upgrades you to the next okay. kind of like age of empires where you get to the next level right i guess the only reason i asked was um back in you know those days that like a lot of viking weapons mm -hmm. they had like unknowingly created a stronger steel because they were introducing carbon into their iron by mixing it with the bone okay and they didn't quite understand chemically what they were doing but like in their head they were like oh i mixed the bones of my dead father or this bear or something with this sword and that's why it's so strong when in reality it's because they were making a stronger material but they would go into battle like in this mindset but they were technically right so they had advanced weapons in comparison to everybody else without that's even so really cool. knowing why and I was wondering, like, how far this game went into that in terms of making stuff, if it's like you do stuff from scratch, because it'd be really cool to see if you could mix bone into that stuff. But that's just me being a dork. Well, um, I don't know yet, because it's so early and there isn't so, a lot, so much information out there yet that, like, I'm still finding stuff out by myself. Like, I'm okay. randomly finding shit and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you can do this. And I'm like, what? And it's getting every time you find something new it gets so much more advanced because there's so much more available to you once you do it, right? So like I found iron and it unlocked like 400 new recipes and I was just like, oh, like I didn't know what to do. So it's- You dude, can get oh, lost in that game basically. Hard, dude. I, I have not had this much fun with a video game and been this addicted to a video game in a long time, especially like a, cause like, okay, Tarkov, I'm addicted to it, right? Don't get me wrong but it's a shooter. It's a little bit different, right? This is like a RPG world of Warcraft. You can have up to 10 people on a server right now because of, or maybe more if you do like a private server because of the cap that they divide. But it's like, this is still early, early access. So okay. maybe I will play that. This it's so only, cool. yeah, it's only like $20 on steam. Like oh, I'll, so I'll fucking send me your, your steam stuff and I'm just going to send you, I'm going to gift it to you so you can okay. just try it and we'll play it together. <laughs> It's so, dude, oh my God. And like, you, there's certain areas that are like safe areas, right? So the meadows. And when I say safe, I put up big quotation fingers because every once in a while, it'll be like, the woods are moving. And then they would just get fucking attacked, like raided by monsters. Okay. And so like, you have to build up defenses and stuff like that. So you have to build up walls and all this other shit. Um, I started making a great hall the other day. So I put down like the stone foundation and all that shit. So like now I'm going to build a, a giant great hall to like hang up all the trophies of like the people I've killed and all that shit. It's so dude. It's I got to make like a, like a house, one of those long house things. That's what we're doing. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, that's fun. Oh yeah. I'll have I to, like when you have time, I'll have to like stream it for you so you can look at it. It's so good. It's oh, okay. I'm so, I don't know why it's, it's just so clean. Yeah. And it's got like a pixely, like a, old school kind of style mmo look to it it's not like very high high definition whatever it's got like definitely pixel art style to okay. it and it's it's so oh god i love it so much it's gorgeous too like the environment and what they did with like the mix of pixel art and like new age like reflectives and stuff like that and like the water and the forests it's gorgeous it's so pretty too oh <laughs> It's, dude, I don't know. It's so good. I don't know what else to say. We got attacked okay. by a fucking sea serpent by accident because we went into the ocean. Sea serpent. Uh-oh. And we're going to have to get revenge on that sea serpent at some point. Uh-oh. 
but that sounds fun the map is so big like so 40 hours i put into this game let's say and i've literally found a 60th of the map jesus yeah it's massive and the next boss because we found where the next the rune stone for the next boss is it's like literally a four-day travel on boat to get to it like it, it's absurd it's I, like we just need to like start it's now it's just like farm stuff find stuff get better level your skills up it's oh a good mechanic that i like a lot too is every time you die and you have to run back to your body and like collect your like your runestone that you died with you lose some of your stats so there's like oh. a incentive to have to like play smart in fighting um, so you're not like a pile of shit yeah so like every time you die cool. it decays your skills a little bit and stuff like that too so i have a buddy that i've been playing with and he just went head first into every fight and he's basically like a beginner but we're like into the game now and i'm like running around kiting people with my bow and like it's so it's just like it's so funny he's getting so frustrated but oh i'm gonna have to exercise some self-control then if i play that game because i usually just bash things it's yeah you'll like it you'll like it i think you'll like it a lot we'll have to play it we'll definitely do that it's so good dude i like it a lot i like it a lot a lot a lot i'm ready for it so all right anime i'm gonna talk about promise neverland real quick season two have you watched any of season two yet oh i forgot about it to be honest there was more episodes that come out yeah so season two is out now and they're like five episodes in oh i've i've seen four okay so you've seen all right i don't want to spoil too much don't you spoil anything i'll be pissed i haven't seen season five i saw our episode five i saw episode four i believe okay but anyways promise neverland season two wow we dude wow we is all i have to say you're starting to get a look into like the demon side of the world and it adds such a different dynamic right like you know when like you hear people talk about like oh this person's a bad guy blah 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 blah, like in anything but then you hear like in star wars and then you hear the empire being like this is the way like this is the best thing that we can do like they honestly believe what they're doing is good you know what i mean like even though like you see them in the movie and you're like okay well those are the bad guys but for to them it's like this is the right way this is the right way like if you're getting that and you're kind of like okay this isn't good because now you're like torn between like the people you thought were fucking bad and you're seeing other stuff and like the the social levels and aspects of what they're going through also and you're kind of like oh fuck like it, it yeah. it's just such a cool dynamic to to shows when they add stuff like that because it makes you really have to be like shit and then the characters that you love like- oh it like partially still feels like a it could be taken as like a giant metaphor for like us and the food industry as well oh, 100%. because they're they're basically cows 100% and it's like really fucked up to see it as people <laughs> you're like ooh we're just pigs just we're wait pigs. just wait yeah. till you get further into the to the season 2 cuz then other stuff starts happening where you you'll you'll know what I'm the second you see it i bet you'll know what i'm talking about the second you see it, yeah. I bet you know what I'm talking about. And it's not even like something like a big like dun 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 moment. It's like one of those just like, oh, they're walking through the woods and they see this thing and all of a sudden it clicks to you like, oh, that's fucked. Like shit like that. That's just like, okay. Yeah. But it's so good, man. Oh God, you have to watch it so we can like rant about it. 
Do you have a, it's on Hulu? Yeah, and... I've been watching them all. It just like, if they release an episode, I haven't seen it this week because I forgot oh. about it because I've oh, been okay. watching Erased. Right, 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 right. Well, that brings us into our next topic of discussion today. <gasps> Erased. Also, pre, pre just like, you know, warning, there's probably going to be spoilers in this conversation. If you haven't there's seen Erased already, going to be spoilers because you can't talk about it. It's too watch complex. It. It is. It was out in 2016, and it's making a resurgence now because they put it up on Netflix. But go watch it's it. It's like emotion level, same as your name. Like that sh- fucking amazing show. Just, I was like very surprised. It's oh my um, god! It's so good. I don't even. And then I started watching the live action. Yeah. Um, I've only seen three episodes. Um. I will say I like anime adult Satoru more oh, than better. the actor they chose. Yeah. The, I was like, really? You got him? You have so many options and you pick this fucking kid. But the kid, <laughs> the 11 year old they picked is adorable. Yes. And, and I'm over it because that's fine. That's fucking fine. I'm pretty happy with like the character choices of like everyone else in the live action. It's just like him as an adult was like, ugh. Yeah, they could have picked like, someone a little bit more suck, huh? like, yeah, less baby-faced, I guess. He just doesn't look like the character. He no. just like looks like a like a smushed-faced man that delivers pizza. Like I get, I get if, how they're supposed to like be trying to portray him, but it, like it still just like doesn't resonate as that character to me. So I was a little bummed I out. I agree. Um, there were like some tiny, tiny things, like not even a lot, maybe like a handful of like minuscule details they changed in the live action version that I'm not like, I'm not upset about, mm-hmm. but like the for note- the most part, like it stayed true to the anime, which I liked. That's like, even, my biggest... even like the conversations yeah. like were, were spot on, which I was like, thank God you're, you're keeping the story because the, the the story is what is good about this anime. So, so like, that was my least... favorite part of the IRL was that they literally were like, listen, watch the anime. Cause we're doing it literally scene for fucking scene. And that's what yeah. they did. Like... And it was great. It was great. Like there's a few things like I could have sworn in the anime when he discovers his mother lying dead on the floor. Mm-hmm. I thought when he goes either on his way up or on his way down, he walks past the killer. In the anime, in the yeah. show, he was like in the IRL, he's like hiding and like coaxing him out to like chase him instead, which is like not a big change, I guess, but I was like, that's kind of stupid to even bother changing, but that's fine. You did it for your own reasons. Yeah. Um, I think maybe because in an anime when it's when it's so dramatic and it's so artistic, you can get away with just having like this floaty, like evil close up of a face walking past you slow motion. But if you do it in an IRL, it's probably dumb looking. I I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe. That's probably like the only thing I was like, uh, you could have like left it the same, I guess, but whatever, that's fine. But they changed like they changed like little tiny things so i was fine with that and then everything else i i was like pleasantly surprised by i can't tell if i like how they did the irl version of the reversal like how it's just like him warping into the like into the space and then just comes back Uh, i mean i think i think that's more of like a budget issue Mm. 
and I'm not taking it to heart because like the fact that they even gave an anime a chance on Netflix as an IRL like I, I fully support because even Kakaguryu like they, they didn't you can obviously tell they did not have a good budget but they kept true to the anime and that's what was cool about watching it like even like the over dramatic reactions of like psychotic students gambling like they kept it all yeah correct even though they didn't necessarily have like the effects that they would want from like money mm-hmm. so i'm i'm hopefully contributing that to not having a lot of money um <laughs> fair no i it is probably because i'm only there. three deep yeah i um I the only yeah I mean and we gotta remember too like it's like watching old Jackie Chan movies right remember like the budgets on those and just like how they did things so different in a different country like the way they do filmmaking is so different like we're spoiled in the United States when it comes to having like the best of the best to be able to make things look better like look at the Marvel movies and Avengers and all that stuff right like yeah obviously those budgets are multi-million but they never bother me when it comes to like asian film because i've like i have an understanding with myself that like it's it's probably not gonna look great and that's fine well like the, uh, <laughs> what was the horror movie we watched the lady in the crack thing what was that one i loved that movie like that was awesome and that that definitely didn't, but they have didn't really animation. have anything like super super out of this world that they had to try to visualize either. no it was not at like all. a lady in a dark crack as but opposed to like you're like filmography warping of that was your own timeline it's like how are you going to show that in a show we have to continue mm-hmm. for however many episodes to tell this story you know yeah it's hard yeah like i get it but i don't know the fucking it's so good the story is so good guys like if you haven't it is <coughs> if you so, haven't watched it in a nutshell erased there's this kid, this isn't really a spoiler, you can read it underneath the fucking description of what it is, alright? But, there's this kid, Satoru, he is uh, trying to be a manga art- manga artist, I can't believe I said manga again, manga artist, um, and he is currently working at, like, a pizza place to make money and stuff like that. You learn literally, like, in the first five minutes of the, of the first episode that he has, like, this skill that he's had since he was a kid that he calls reversal, where he'll something will happen and then he'll revert back to a certain amount of time and what does he say it was like five to ten minutes or something like that of the first time yeah but it's usually like something really bad happening that he could have potentially changed in his timeline to make it not happen that's when it happens so Mm -hmm. it's not like he can't necessarily control it or know when it's going to happen it's more of like he does like a he's living his life and all of a sudden there's an immediate deja vu and he's reliving the same exact moment he just lived from whatever had happened and he has to find what that was that triggered it and try to change it somehow correct um but what happens is unfortunately like he he says in like the first or second episode like oh mom you have to lock the door so he's always coming home his mother's like staying with him for whatever reason i forget um but she's leaving the door unlocked because they're used to like you know normal people living in a yeah living in a neighborhood blah blah blah. and he comes home and his fucking mother's like dead on the floor um and this is after like he just had what like a couple of like normal reversals already since the show had started yeah so he like you know he's in shock this shit starts happening 
he runs away because he's panicking the police are coming like he's he's like getting like pretty much like pushed into a corner and he's panicking and all of a sudden he he has another reversal and it's not the same as they are he is talking to his friend who is like 10 years old and then he realizes he's been like reversed back to like 1980 something when he was 10 years old about to turn 11 and he's like why am i all the way back here so he's like okay something happened here that's going to potentially save save my my mother's life i have to find out what it is and it's also the same exact time period where all these little girls were being kidnapped and murdered which they briefly brought up in the beginning of the anime and his mother like mentions yeah his mom is like like, pile that away so it's one of those like it's an anime you have to like pay attention to the details in the story because it gets deeper and deeper and deeper and one thing always links to another and it so back and forth he has like multiple reversals where he's living between his 11 year old self and his like 29 year old self to Mm -hmm. fix the present and it's it's just fucking insane the whole thing gets like really really good like i know japan's big on like time jumps and stuff um but if you like again if you liked your name you'll you'll love this like it's it's same same feels i feel like like the level of catastrophe probably not as large but like the the feels are there it's definitely more like a it's more like an emotional emotional catastrophe than it is like something like everyone's dying like it's definitely more of like you get attached to the character because of who they are and what they want and what they have been and that makes you be like emotionally invested in the small things that happen to them yeah and like even though the reserve like the reversal things like very far-fetched like if you remove that one thing it's all very realistic like all of the issues all of the things that happen Mm -hmm. it's like it's more of like a crime scene kind of situation it's all things that like could happen yeah yeah uh, and probably have and so like that that's nice to have kind of in the back burner because like you you resonate it with it a little bit more um and i think it also like changes who he is as an adult over time because he does all the stuff he never bothered to do when he was a kid so he also like changes his own life he changes his like relationship with his mother with his friends like all this other shit along the way and it's yep. just very um it gets you it gets yeah. sucked in. in the feels for sure 100 for sure yeah but they are doing like a really good job so far with the irl so i'm curious to see how it continues and you know like because we've watched a few irl stuff probably we watched the bleach we watched the death note we watched uh what else did we watch there's one other one bleach wasn't bad Bleach wasn't bad. It was his, his rushed, hair looked but dirty. I would have rather metal. had him wear a wig. He should have just worn a wig. Full metal. That's, that's what fine. it was. But it was good. Like the story was good. The yeah. hollows looked kind of cool for like what they had. Um, and like those definitely like, tried to. How do I put this? Like they tried not reinvent it, but they definitely tried to like make it more of a production of like, okay, listen, like yeah, we're doing bleach, but you guys got to be like a little bit more smooth with stuff where this one is literally just like do the fucking anime and like there's yeah, something about I that really that makes you appreciate, appreciate. it appreciate yeah yeah even <laughs> though the like, acting is bad like it's like fucking watching the first the the prequels of star wars where like the acting is very just like choppy and robotic but like it's the still acting good is not bad they're just trying to act like 
it was an anime, but they're real people. So it's like, oh, that's over the top. But that's mm. what anime is. So when you see a real person doing it, you're like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah. But yeah, you, you like, get used to it. You get yeah. used to it. Um, do you think they picked the right person for the teacher? Uh, yes and no. Like, I, I like I, I like the actor for him. He's doing He's doing pretty good. But okay. I was kind of like picturing someone that was like, slightly younger and slightly warmer yes because in in the anime he was a i feel like he was a lot warmer definitely yeah definitely more um, welcoming and this careful. one it's like very he feels like obviously he's still like helpful and he's he's the character but like he he feels more like a creepy uncle japanese teacher oh. who is like you know strict in doing his job teaching. Mm. I, I don't know so yeah, far yeah. he doesn't feel like as much of the same guy but it might still be too early to tell so truth truth we will see i guess yeah. i don't know all right so rating the anime from and one to ten. Ten. ten giving her a ten all right hard ten irl mm, i'll give it like a adaptation seven so far okay Okay. Because I do, I love the story. I just want to see like how they do. Okay. With the rest, I have, I, I want to see all of it before I give it a real number. All right. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give the anime like an eight and a half. Um, and the IRL, I'm gonna give that like probably like a seven. I'll give that a seven. Okay. But I don't, I, I still don't know if I have a ten anime yet. And I feel like that changes depending on like how I am on the inside and what I'm watching, you know? I just feel like if I really genuinely enjoyed it, it's a 10. That's a good, you know, but that's a good, I like that though. That's a good way to rate it though. Cause I do genuinely enjoy this and Bombers Neverland, I genuinely enjoy like my hero genuinely enjoy like all those things are like, that's not a bad way to do it. I'll have to one day actually sit down and be like, what is my 10? What is my nine? And like, give it like a, like, okay, these are the guidelines. But... <laughs> Yeah, 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 totally. Totally, dude. Sweet. Erased. If you haven't yet, go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's on Crunchyroll. It's on probably Hulu. I actually don't know. Those are the two that I know I can watch it on. Um, but really, really good. Check it out if you have not already. There's still a lot more to the anime. We didn't spoil too much. Promise, 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 promise. All right. I have two game releases and one news and then okay. we're done though oh we actually have oh, wow. a, we have a fan question also actually oh good we good. haven't had a fan question in a while i'm ready for it but we'll get I back guess, to that maybe. in a second all right so game releases did you ever see the first little nightmares that came out uh, it's ringing a bell i don't remember what it is you're like a little girl in like a rain jacket and you're like running through like your nightmares basically and there's like it's a puzzle game and a platformer and a adventure kind of stylish game where like there's a bunch of like gross ass adult monster things trying to like get you in these nightmares and like crawling all over the place and trying to get at you i don't remember it all right well the second one just came out and you have a little bit of help now so they made the game i think a little bit more advanced a little more difficult and like this like ai that's with you this npc like helps you do certain things like if there's a jump you need to do that's too far they'll help vault you and stuff like that um i didn't play the first one i watched it a lot i it's on my list of games to actually get my hands on and play um and this one looks just as good 
So you might like it because it's got, it's got the spoopy kind of side of it, but it's also kind of like, okay, weird Titan-looking adult monster things are crawling through the fucking map trying to kill me. It's like, uh, remember that one episode, the one... Um, uh, Crash Bandicoot level where the ball is behind you and you're running away from it. That happens all the time. Yeah. Yes. So I that, can't stand that. Imagine that, but randomly thrown out like through throughout the game where like you're doing puzzles, you're doing your stuff, you might be collecting items or whatever, and then all of a sudden like, oh, giant fat adult with a fucking chef's hat is uh, is crawling across the ground trying to eat me like a titan. That's basically Fuck what happens. That. Yeah. So. <laughs> But check it out. You might like it. If you guys like okay. spoopy games that are really easy, like not easy, but like more simple and don't have like a million fucking mechanics and you need to smash your face on the keyboard to get stuff done, that's the one to check out. Um, also, there is a company. Let me look up the name of the company. I forgot that. Um, that made a game called Dragonborn. Oh, I've heard so much about this because my dad likes it. Okay, so they just released it on PC and Game Boy. It's literally 8-bit Pokemon-style RPG, turn-based fighting, and it has, like, mini quests and puzzles and all these things, and, like, that just got released, and it looks so good. I love the fact that SpaceBot Interactive is what they're called, and they make... Game Boy games basically is what they're making, and they're all the very simple Game Boy color palette, like that, like green, white, pale green, like you know, like one green Game Boy color palette. They use that to make the fucking games. Perfect. It's no, so I love that. Clean and so good looking, and it's on Steam. Dragonborn launched on the twelfth, so that was a couple days ago. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're so cool looking, man. I love it. I love that 8-bit is not dead and people are like wait oh we'll never be dead let's make games and they're just fucking making old school fucking game boy games and putting it out on pc and game boy it's so good i love it so much it's so so cool so check that out there's other games they have another one here called um datus like dead eus mm-hmm. um but they're all that rpg style game boy game so fucking check them out they're so cool so so cool okay. Um, and on that note, news Demon Slayer is gonna get a new anime this year, and we still haven't fucking gotten the movie yet. So, oh my we'll god, see. it's called the Entertainment District Arc. You know, the super um flamboyant Hashira, the one that's like, Your heart will explode with fire and passion. You know, that guy, not the one that's on the train, the other one, the stone one, yeah. I think, with the two swords. So, I think he's the main like focus for the like next edition of people oh um, boy i didn't read it so i don't know if they like kind of do that like every arc is a different hashira and that's how he like kind of learns from them or something uh so that is coming out that this year page from jojo or something so. yeah i think so i think this is how they kind of <laughs> do it i think it's just the I recipe mean, that works so let's see let's see it i want to see the fucking uh movie though i know okay. please please thank you um hopefully that's soon they've been releasing the english dub trailers and stuff so hopefully that's going to be sooner than later mm. but yeah so that means that we're going to be having the new anime coming out this year at some point which is really really cool wonderful all right fan question we haven't had one in a while we also haven't asked for them in a while so guys if you have fan questions please send us send us to them weebs and weights 
at Gmail. Hit us up, and we'll answer the questions for you. This one comes from Robbie. Yo! I wanted to say thanks for this podcast, first of all. I'm a new listener currently catching up on episodes. Currently at episode 10 out of 60-something, lol. Anyways, questions. Advice for powerlifting meets, equipment, training, etc. Mobility recommendations. Can you guys stream your next powerlifting meet? Question mark. That's it for now. Thanks for everything. You guys kick ass. Robbie, you also kick ass. Thank you so much for the question. Ashley, I'm going to leave this one to you. <laughs> That's an incredibly loaded question. Very, very much. Um, have you ever lifted before? Are you trying to compete? like I, I don't know man i would i would try to just train for a while i would find a gym that has a decent rack make sure you can bench press there mm-hmm. and you just really need a barbell and weight if you don't know what you're doing you need a knowledgeable coach because you will develop terrible habits and you could possibly hurt yourself mm-hmm. um i probably started competing four months in and i think that was too soon um but it's really up to the person in terms of meats. If you want to keep it clean and legitimate, um, I would look towards USAPL. I would give yourself a good amount of time to prep for the meat, at least three months. Once you find out what you want to do. Um, if it's your very first meet, I wouldn't worry about making weight. I would just go where you are and have fun. I wouldn't put any pressure on yourself, anything that's going to stress you out. You should just go enjoy it. Um, I don't powerlift anymore. So there's probably zero meets coming up in my life. Uh, but I do incorporate the movements in my normal training. Cause I think they're fun and I think they benefit other things. Um, I don't know, man, I would, uh, find a gym that you like. I would find someone who knows what they're talking about that can help you out. If you're able to get a coach, and I would put aside maybe like three to four days a week, to just get the swing of things mm-hmm. and start training. And then if you find yourself down the line, really enjoying it and you do want to compete, I would find something far enough out, give yourself at least three months so you can prepare and train towards it. And then just keep track of where you are um, and have fun. Have fun. I like, I like all of it. I like yeah, all of man. what you said. So you said um, you think you competed too early. Do you think you tried to push too early, like too much at that meet? Because you know how like with weightlifting no, we talk about. it was just like a, it wasn't a push thing. It was more like a, I signed, well, I didn't sign up. I started lifting like as a surprise because my friend like brought me to a gym when I had no other options available left to try to lose weight. And I was like on my last leg and hoping it would work and then like a month in I realized I was just really 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 enjoying it mm-hmm. and I slowly started to care less about how much I weighed and more about how much I could move mm-hmm. and this is another problem it if you like it and it's really exciting that's awesome it should be exciting you should want to grow more you should want to be able to lift more like the, those are all great things but it shouldn't supersede learning how to do things correctly and that's where i made a mistake Hmm. i started lifting very very heavy very fast and it was a mix of like i was having a lot of fun and people around me were like wow you know you should try to compete and i i did but i think you know taking the time 
to maybe look and find other options but I that's another I just didn't have the knowledge to know whether or not I was doing things right or wrong like Mm -hmm. there's a lot going on because I just didn't have the knowledge right so I could put up like at the time an impressive amount of weight but I wasn't necessarily doing it right and then after a few years it did catch up with me and even more years it ended up hurting me and I built a resentment towards it and I quit. Mm, okay. So I don't think it should be rushed. Um, I think you should really, really, really take the time to find the right people in the right place, make sure you're doing things correctly. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to feel comfortable, it should be more like a, okay, I feel comfortable in how I'm moving and I would like to progress if I want to compete, sure, these are my goals, but I wouldn't be like, I have to hit 300 and this is what I have to hit and I'll do anything to hit it. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it on this date. Like yep. that's not a good mindset nope. to have. And I, yeah, I very, know because I had that mindset. Very uh, <laughs> West Side feel to it. Not good. It is not good. Yeah. Um, so that is my only um, old nagging mom advice there is be careful and do it the right way because you'll thank yourself later um but definitely give it especially if you're new give yourself some time to just like enjoy it just have fun yep i can't i personally cannot give any advice going towards a powerlifting meet because i've never done one um but when it comes to like weightlifting meets and like just game day prep stuff in general like like Ashley said, enjoy it, right? You're doing it because you enjoy it for a reason. And if you're really young and stuff like that, and especially when it comes to like weightlifting, we always talk about this with other coaches also is like, you want experience on the platform because that whole vibe of being on a platform is very different. But there needs to be quote unquote training meets where you're showing up to go six for six and get the experience of being on a platform so that when you get out there and you're ready to push a PR or something like that or push for a podium or something like that, which is down the line, like you're ready to go because you have that experience, right? Like the first time you walk onto a basketball court or a soccer field or uh, you're figure skating and you go out into the limelight and you're in the center of everything, that's very, very intense. It it changes Um, your environment. So it's a lot of like, there will be a lot of mental stuff that comes with it, especially if you're not used to it. But Mm -hmm. I will say this, like I've had like crippling social anxiety and stage fright, like my entire life, my entire life. And this actually helped me get so much healthier. Mm -hmm. Um, Just going up there, being in front of people, being in front of like a supportive group, doing it, even though I was uncomfortable trying to be positive even though I was nervous like nerves are okay but you want to like you want to learn how to be able to perform under that pressure Mm -hmm. because that's what it feels like it feels like pressure so it's kind of I feel like it's kind of a lot for most people their first time get nervous but the more you do it the less it is like the more fun it becomes it just becomes fun again but you'll you might always have like a little bit of nerves and that's again totally okay you probably should that means you care yeah but it's just a different feeling than just going into the gym and you know 
getting your people work screaming done. at you and slapping you around a little bit. To yeah, get up, there's you know? going to be three people watching you, and one's going to sit right in front of you. And you Staring know what? Your soul. Dim etiquette is you don't do that because it's distracting, and it is distracting. And that person's judging you, and you're going there knowing that they are literally judging you. <laughs> that is their job. So you have to sit there and be like, okay, this <laughs> motherfucker is looking for anything wrong or right they're going to give me a red light they're going to give me a white light Mm -hmm. so i need to just do what i need to do how i always do it and that's it's the shut off the brain and focus thing um a lot of people like to take up meditation uh a lot of athletes do that because it helps a ton yeah like any other athlete like it helps a ton with competition and getting in that mindset when there are so many distractions and outside factors around you. So it's, it's a lot of stuff, but it's definitely worth it. <laughs> it's a fun time. And most of the people in like the strength community, I feel like they're all just very, very supportive because oh, I think time. another thing that changes in, as opposed to other sports is it's not a team thing like basketball, like you have teams and stuff, but it's not the same. It's not like that. It's, at the end of the day, it's you mm-hmm. versus yourself. And that's all it is. You're not comparing yourself to anyone else because they're not you. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter if they're the same body weight. It doesn't matter because they're biologically are not you. And you're literally doing a lift by yourself mm-hmm. to get it as, you know, as best as you can. Can I make it prettier? Can I get it heavier? Like it's, it's just whatever you're going there to do. Maybe you're coming in with a goal. Like, I just want to see if I can make all my lifts today that's your goal. It has nothing to do with anybody else. And it never does. Mm-hmm. Once you start to accept that, I think it's a lot easier to just do. Yep. But that I feel like that's a little bit further. Uh. And bouncing off of <laughs> and bouncing off of what Ashley was talking about earlier with like getting a coach and working on the movement and technique, like the reason we, we, ha- and we, you're going to hear that you, you're catching up on episodes, right? So whether you hear this right now or you hear this in 40 days when you listen to this, we've probably said a million times, work on technique and master that because when you can move within a really good percentile of a perfect rep, which we're always chasing, the best in the world are still chasing a perfect rep, your capacity to move (laughs) bigger weight goes through the fucking roof because you are minimizing any kind of variables that could cause a problem with that. And also if you're new to lifting in general and you have a coach that goes, okay, we're going to go straight into like a five, three, one new coach. Cause you need to do like three months, six months, a year of general prep, building up the body armor and the strength and the overall just health to put your body underneath extreme amounts of load and that doesn't mean not using a barbell because you are but you're going to be doing like technical movement and slowly probably linearly progress that to be able to be better at those movements and then the accessory stuff and all the other stuff behind it is going to build that base for you to be able to fucking smash prs all the fucking time and being new you're going to pr fucking weekly anyways so yeah if i could go back in time and like redo all of that i would set aside a full year and I would find someone who knew what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I would do. Um, I don't know. It's, <laughs> again, very loaded question. Very loaded. So let's answer a couple yeah. of these quickly, I guess. Uh, equipment. Uh, you're probably um, going to need a belt. You shouldn't use... 
but no. don't use it until you, like don't even say you're gonna need a belt you should do literally everything you can by yourself until the situation arises in which you might need something because some mm. people don't need anything truth truth when you start seeing like oh he has a cool belt or he uses a belt or he does that then you just think that you need it and it's necessary fair and it's really not um that's another thing i did i got a belt too soon because everybody else had a belt and then you know when it gets heavy you want a belt to brace but in actuality i learned how to brace by myself and i no longer use a belt it's useless hmm. um there are other things because of weaknesses in my body that I can't get the same brace, but I've, and I use a belt for those, but I've been training for seven years. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, you shouldn't use anything except the barbell and weights. And if, if things don't work the way they should work, maybe look into mobility work for yourself. Don't, mm -hmm. don't handicap yourself immediately by using fancy toys. Um, even knee sleeves, like you might not even need those. You might not even need those at all or until later. Like th that's yep. just another thing. That's joints. Like if you take care of your joints all the time and you're a really healthy person, it's possible that you may not need those or maybe yep. not until much later for, for, you know, safety purposes. But in the beginning, you probably don't fucking need anything. Um, Especially since you're going to be doing more. Chalk, so you're not sweaty chalk, sometimes. Big call, big call. Um, and just be aware of what type of shoes you wear like i think converse or like vans that's nice and flat you can move around if you're a tight person again start working with mobility if it's been a long time and you still have terrible mobility i would continue to work on that mobility but then okay maybe down the line after a period of time start looking into again talk with a coach and look into maybe a weightlifting or powerlifting specialized shoe that mm. could help your range of motion in your ankles for now until you get better at moving, but you don't want to jump the gun by a belt right. in fucking knee sleeves in some like giant Reebok fucking <laughs> stilettos. Wrestling shoes. Like, oh yeah. I'm going to one rep max my fucking squat because you really haven't prepared yourself to do anything by yourself with your own body. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big mistake. A lot of people make like the purpose of a belt is when you if you are properly bracing and you are bracing as hard as you can and you have a perfect brace and it's doing great and then you reach a point where you can no longer physically with your own human anatomy maintain that brace that is when you use a belt because it creates pressure to make you have a tighter brace that equipment, is why a person uses a belt equipment is a performance enhancer not a uh what's the what's the phrase i want to use here it's a handicap not a hand well it is a yeah, lot of people yeah, have to it, use it it's it's for you it to is. be able to push further after you're already at the mo best you can be yeah like, establish it's a not base to cover up injuries and bullshit it's not like you wouldn't put a roof on a house that had no walls right yeah you're not gonna build There's the roof from the top down yet. or the, the house from the top down right you're gonna yeah, fucking you build the base first so right. if that makes sense i would stay away from like everything until little things become necessary and even before you do those things i would talk to a professional first mm -hmm. and as far as mobility recommendations ankles hips and shoulder health all of oh, that yeah. stiff is where that's where you're gonna have your problems right like if you have knee pain or you any kind of knee problems, issues start it's that shit your knee literally is a hinge 
there's not supposed to be it's not supposed to be load bearing like your ankles are in your hips right it's not supposed to take the stress as much as the other ones are so if you have that kind of stuff like it's usually ankles or hips and it's trying to do its best to help support that because your body's trying to figure out a way to make stuff work right so focus on that stuff the ankles the mobility the ankles the hips sorry and the shoulders like those are all things that need to be big focused on from the fucking beginning because that's where all of your issues are going to stem from um yeah do obviously some yoga we can't sit here and tell you you need to do x y and z because we haven't seen you move and done like an analysis so again get a coach that'll put you through a movement analysis and see this is what's a problem we're going to add this in and then we're going to continue forward and like really hammer shit down because that's where you need someone that has the eyes to be able to be like okay yeah i'm squatting like, and hip this way why like a, you've never done it before it's such a, a random ass thing to like i didn't even know I, I'd never done any self-care before mm-hmm. until I first hurt myself. And then I had to like teach myself and learn more and ask other people and learn from them and teach myself more in order to learn other things to take care of myself. We just have so little knowledge about this because it's such a niche thing in this country that there's just no, there's no info. Like look at, okay, example, look at Tom Brady. Everyone says he's old. Do you know why he's amazing? Because he takes care of himself. He trains his ass off but Mm -hmm. he also takes care of himself. He fucking goes through all different mobility shit all the time. He does a bunch of self-care all the time. He meditates all the time. He's getting manual therapy all the time. It doesn't matter. His age doesn't matter because he has taken care of his entire body and his mind. That's why he is good. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if he's fucking 60 or 30. His body moves better than someone like theoretically my age or something because he just has more knowledge and takes care of himself so if you take the step back beforehand or goes to the people that have the knowledge to take care of it like he literally blindly goes you're the professional fucking fix me and does everything to the t and that's something that a lot of younger athletes and people in the powerlifting community and weightlifting need to start at now oh yeah tb12 method yeah because after he got hurt like see i don't even watch football i just think he's an amazing athlete and i find out what he does because Mm -hmm. there's a reason why he's amazing um but he's been working with the same person who initially fixed him in in since his like last horrible injury because he actually knew what he was talking about and he was just a really knowledgeable physical therapist Mm -hmm. like that's all it is you need to know how to take care of your body yep i hope that helps robert (laughs) all of it um as far as the streaming the next powerlifting meet we don't do powerlifting meets but next meet we're gonna try to um that's the plan if not maybe we can figure out a way to use a gym somewhere and do our own little fun thing or something like that and we'll get that up and running so keep your eyes out for that we'll figure something out yeah another thing like all the covid stuff has made competitions different dead Um, yeah and a lot of them are virtual now so that that was like a big uh change i was so i was talking to one of my athletes she's a figure skater at the gym and she was saying how like uh she turned all of the she turns down she's turned down every single competition this year because the way they're doing certain comps that aren't the team comp or it was a team comp also one of them i forget what it is but both of them maybe it was singles duos and whatever they you record and send yeah. in the video right now. Yeah, that's what a lot of weightlifters are doing too. You record your lifts and send it in. But you it's don't... like okay, like it that's just takes awesome, out but... the front of the meet. 
the fun of the meat, the pressure of having to go against other people, like for at yeah, least for the, not a the skating thing, it's like, okay, so you could do it, what, 5,000 times until you find the perfect one that you want to send in? Yeah, like, it takes out all, it's not, that's not really it's competition, not competition at that point. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, like I, I haven't away from been it, like, like, sure, I wanted to take time off, but I haven't even wanted to do anything because I just, I see no purpose in that. I don't know. And I it think it's not the same. I bet you we're going to see a huge increase as long as athletes have been training through this the best they can and do what it is. But I think we could see a huge increase in performance all the way across the board from new kids to the elite, just because of the amount of time that they've had to be I know, able that's to what fucking I'm looking work shit. <laughs> dude, I'm so excited to watch it's the work. Yeah. Yeah. What dude. The work oh made? man. Dude, fucking Chuck, the thrower that we interviewed, he did his first yeah. um, he did his first competition in forever uh, a couple weeks ago, and he PR'd, like, all-time PR. Like, yeah, I believe it. it. Fucking, it was sick, dude. Like, it's just like, listen, like, that's... And we get so caught up in, the like we were saying, the competitions that we forget that sometimes you need to be like, hey, I'm not going to compete for a year or two, and I'm just going to fucking work my ass off to get better, stronger, better technically, and fucking go. Like... Dude, there are days where I'm like, I should just wait till I'm 35 and then come back and get some master. Dude, you can you can literally you can literally <laughs> so sleep until you're 35 and like come back as a master and win years everything. To just rip apart everything and take my time, but I don't know. I'm impatient. We'll you see. can break we'll records see. on both. You can do powerlifting and weightlifting and super total and be able to fucking take all old. the scores. Let's go. Hello, I am now part of the old club. Oh um, man, I'm ready. But that's it man robbie appreciate you you are also kick-ass as well as all of you that are listening at home any other questions please send them in and we'll do our yeah, best thank to you answer for that them. question that was a good question that was a great question thank you that, yeah. that like kept us going for quite some time should, yeah, you, yeah. Um, more of those please i haven't heard you rant like that in forever i was like i was like was trying good. to like sneak in and talk here and there but you just kept going and i was like leave it let it happen let it oh, go i'm in a rage mm -hmm. so I, that's just what happens no it's good it's good sorry so no all good <laughs> well appreciate you all and we'll see you guys next week 